I am very excited and delighted to tell you that your chronic illness ally is once again enrolling. If you're new around here, your chronic illness ally is the supportive home, the program, the community and the coaching space for you to learn how to reframe the role that your chronic illness plays in your life. It guides you off of that conveyor belt of constantly trying to fix and heal your chronic illness and teaches you how to tap into the wisdom of your body that's being communicated via your chronic illness so that you can channel it, channel that wisdom, channel that intelligence into living the big, beautiful life you dream about. If you enjoy this podcast, you will certainly love your chronic illness ally. There is a link to it in the show notes, but let me tell you, the funnest way to learn more about it is to do my quiz. And once you've done that, pop your email in at the end to learn more. And then sit back as I help you explore your unique support style, which will help you make an informed choice about whether your chronic illness ally is a hell yes fit for you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, hello, and welcome to Reframing Chronic Illness, the podcast where we flip the common narrative of what it means to live with chronic illness on its head and explore what life looks like when we embrace it as our guide, our superpower and our ally. I'm very happy to have you here. Before we kick off, I just want to signpost you towards two things. The first is my beautiful programme, Your Chronic Illness Ally. It is the space for you to reconnect to your brilliance, tap into the wisdom of your chronic illness and build a life that you truly love and desire. The second is my quiz. My quiz is a really fun way to try and figure out what kind of support suits you best. And that's the kind of support that would help you or will help you to go after your dreams and ambitions in a way that doesn't ask you to put yourself or your chronic illness to the side. I've had such good feedback from this quiz and not only from the quiz, but the emails that follow it if you sign up to receive more information. Again, I'll leave the link in the show notes to that. And now on to today's episode. Hello, how are you today? 
I'm mm, I've been struggling to record this episode um I've given it a few goes and now honestly feels like the worst time I could choose to record this but kind of doing it now because if I don't do it now I might not do it for another couple of weeks so here's what I think I've been struggling with it has been months since I recorded the first episode of this season months since I recorded the last episode you probably listened to part of me wanted to get rid of it completely and just pretend like it never happened and record another one and you know completely ignore everything I had planned for this season part of me had decided it was no good but part of me just wanted to get on and do it just wanted to edit it and see what was there and that was the same part of me that when editing the episode I also realized it was really bloody good actually I really liked it and it was the beginning of the true journey that I am sharing this season I've also majorly been putting off recording this episode because I knew it was going to be about what it's going to be about. (laughs) Um, And I've been asking myself, like, why would anybody want to listen to that? That's boring. Or like, no one wants to hear about the mundane intricacies of how you figure out how you're going to do a thing. So self-indulgent. But do you know what? If that is actually really what we need to hear, right? We really need to hear about all the ups and downs and the false starts and the, you know, falling downs and trippings up of us trying to do a thing. Because when we don't hear about that stuff, we start to think about why would anybody want to know about all of this or or I shouldn't be experiencing all of this. You know, I should have this perfect picture of me fulfilling an ambition and or, you know, of me having a chronic illness experience, you know, it should look this certain way and anything outside of that is not to be, hmm, what's the word? Acknowledged. And that can feel really isolating, right? It can feel like we are the only ones on this path. We're the only ones figuring it out. We're the only ones falling down and getting back up time and time again. But we are not. We are not the only ones. So I am going to talk about maybe the mundane but you know the kind of what's happened you know since I recorded that first episode what has happened since I had all that energy and gumption and excitement about embarking on a new ambition and journey something I'd had in mind for years and years and years I recorded the season five episode one after deciding that season five was going to be all about me doing something that I had wanted to for a long time. Something that had been in my one day file since before my adult kind of um, journey into chronic illness. And I say that because I had a period in my teens where I didn't have, well, where my chronic illness was pretty much non-existent. Um, And so I very much divide it into like child and adult. But anyway, that's by the by. Um, that something was walking the southwest coast path which for anyone who doesn't know it's a really bloody long walk um you guessed it along the southwest coast of England it is beautiful and it's been something that I've really fancied for myself for you know as I say a long time and maybe watching 
the films Into the Wild and Wild had a big part to play in that. I've had kind of some sort of dream of going on a long ass hike and finding myself in, you know, some way, you know, like not eating berries that eventually kill me, but that kind of whole journey of being broken down to your, you know, most core uncom not uncomplicated no but truest version of yourself maybe you know in whatever part of your life you're in and then rebuilt and self-discovery I had this whole like whimsical I don't know whimsical but like you know picture of what that would look like um and of course we all have these pictures right because of tv and internet and magazines and every bit of media we've been consuming since we were four years old um and I'd made the decision to go for this particular thing because it was kind of like a declaration of me starting to do more with my life outside of duty and chronic illness and business and day-to-day it was a declaration of me going after this big ambition um of me in some respects like pushing my body to the limits which felt like something I hadn't done since my early 20s and it felt like yeah just something that I thought was going to be an achievement a big achievement and it was (laughs) even that decision like right took me forever to come come to months and months so in that I suppose I just want to like demonstrate that for anyone sitting on the fence of a thing or procrastinating or holding back or prioritizing other things or you know not feeling ready to go for something this thing that you will hear I eventually stopped doing (laughs) um took me months and months and months to decide on and it was all about right this you know purposeful life alongside chronic illness what would that look like what stories would I tell my grandchildren hypothetical grandchildren (laughs) one day or my nieces great nieces and nephews you know like what 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 was the tapestry of my life going to look like now that I'm making a choice to start weaving in some other threads and Because I, I suppose, yeah, I suppose I feel like I've poured so much into everything that's surrounded my chronic illness in the past 12 years, whether that be like all my effort on healing or, or all my effort on not healing and kind of um, living, you know, getting back to a level where I felt I could like function even, all my effort into two, three, four businesses that I've had in that time actually. Um, that's kind of really been my purpose and to that extent everything has been everything has circled around my health and my chronic illness in all of that time in different forms but it has and you know I was asking myself the question like what does my life look like when none of that exists what does my like life look like when I connect with the purest maybe sense of who I am in that 
there are no labels or attachments or connections or um, predisposed conceived ideas about who I am. And I think I'm jumping ahead of myself here actually. But anyway, I planned the walk. I planned it really well. I got really excited about it and then really nervous about it and then really excited about it. I made it so that it really fit with me and my capacity in every sense. I made it so that it was something I could take Bernie on and I could meet up with different friends along the way and in a way that meant that I didn't have to dedicate I think it takes like eight weeks to hike through uh, if you're doing a through hike and I didn't want to I don't feel like I'm in the place to dedicate eight weeks of my life to something at the moment um so I broke it down into sections sections that I'd also like feel physically more comfortable with um all of these different ways right I made it so that it really worked for me And maybe that took away part of that kind of wild experience, but still it would feel like something I had accomplished in my own way. It might take me years, but like, I suppose I really wanted to say, look, there's this huge major thing, hike, physical exertion that people from all over the world do. Um, It's physically really demanding, but look, I'm doing it anyway. I've got chronic illness and I'm doing it anyway and I'm defying the odds even though I don't even believe in that, right? Part of me really got taken away with that story. And yeah, I kind of wanted to say, look, I did it. And look, I did it in my own way. Like two's up to all the um, status quo ways of doing things. This was my true rebel coming out to play. But like, you know, fuck you, essentially. Like I get to do something in my own way I get it to I get to be informed by my chronic illness not you know um either told no by my chronic illness or just telling my chronic illness no you know like whatever 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 there were so many reasons I wanted to do it not to mention that it was something that I'd held on to I think since my like sporty rowing days in my early 20s and so I did the first hike I coached myself through the nerves and the embarrassment of how out of breath I became on that hike. I did it with a friend I love and appreciate and with Bernie and along a stretch of coastline I was kind of familiar with but was looking forward to exploring more. I It was a beautiful sunny day. I saw puffins like I nearly got <laughs> I nearly got catapulted off a rock cliff face when Bernie jumped up. Well, I'm glad he jumped up into me because otherwise he would have jumped off off the cliff cliff face so that was a lucky save um we stopped off and had a shandy in a beautiful pub garden that went straight to our heads because we had been walking for quite some time by that point I saw some history like I listened to wonderful podcasts on the drive to and from the walk and it was a physical stretch and I really enjoyed that I gave it the best chance of quote-unquote working you know for want of a better word And then when I finished it, I hate to say it, but I was completely underwhelmed. Like, I'm still trying to figure that out. And I don't know why. (laughs) I still don't know why, I don't think. 
And maybe that's another reason I've been putting off recording this episode because I wanted to have an answer for you as to why I felt underwhelmed, but I don't know. Um, I've got some ideas, but it didn't give me this like feeling I was hoping for. And I haven't done another hike on the Southwest Coast path since. And I've kind of felt a little paralyzed in moving forward in any direction, whether it's in that direction or in another direction. Because I'm just asking like, what's next? Do I not have the ability to achieve anything other than my health? (laughs) Health is not an achievement, but you know what I mean. Um, Achieve anything other than running a business or doing all these other like wonderful things I do in my life. But do I not have the ability to do a big ass, huge chunk of a achievement, ambition, goal, whatever? And that's really like stopped me from going, from even like saying, do you know that one, that one maybe not for now, not for me, not for now, I'll try something else. I know it's got nothing to do with the hike because it's a wonderful hike and loads of people do it. And I do want to like explore it further, but maybe not in this way. It has got a lot to do with me. And it's funny, right? Because there's this whole building up of these things to be like, you know, to our ambitions. And I'm talking specifically for us folk living with chronic illness. Like, I think when we're unable to do these things for reasons that I talk about all the time, you know, like literal, like practical, physical inability to move our bodies or our brains in those, in that way, a very valid reason or because we don't we doubt our ability we doubt our ability to do anything more or because um we feel unworthy of doing something like that if we live with chronic illness because of again all the reasons I talk about all the time you know like that degradation of our self-concept and because a lot of the time we're you know, spending our our rest and recuperation time on the internet, reading books, reading stories, looking at YouTube videos, looking at Instagram posts, and the picture in our head of these ambitions on Pinterest, you know, the picture in our head becomes, sounds like there's a dog um, fight going on outside, if you can hear that, I don't know. Anyway, the picture in our head becomes so bloody fantastic, so bloody wonderful, that when we actually get to experience the reality or when we even think about experiencing the reality of these dreams that we have built up for so so long then what either we don't do them at all because i suppose we're scared that they won't live up to this this image that we've built in our minds ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We might be scared that we won't be able to that we'll get a tiny taste of it and then that'll be taken away from us because we might relapse or flare. Um, or when we do do them, we feel underwhelmed. And another thing I've been thinking about that I have come to the conclusion, I don't think I know what I like anymore. And that, that feels like... <laughs> a big thing to say but I don't feel you know I talk about dreams and ambitions and being able to go after our dreams and ambitions alongside life with chronic illness all the time and do you know what I do that I I I I do do that in my business I do do that in kind of micro ways in my DIY stuff or like in my swimming or um I even went and met a friend in London the other day. London's not a place I've been to. Hmm. Apart from an Elton John gig I went to last year, but that almost doesn't count because um, it could have been anywhere, essentially. (laughs) But I've not done like a London day in mm, like six years and I've become quite afraid of going into London because it used to be a place, A, that I associated with being really, really ill when I lived there, but B the pace of the city exhausted me um and it used to drain me so so heavily when I was really ill I yeah didn't I felt very like odd about going back for many years and then I kind of felt like I I could do that again the other week and I went and I fucking loved it um so there are plenty of things that I have done over the past three years and even before that like there are plenty of things I've done that have been dreams and ambitions of mine that I have like what's the word realized but there are also plenty of things I haven't done and I think that's like the side of life that I'm I'm missing that's the side of life that I really want to like breathe into expand into you know that is my word of the year expand and it's like about this part of myself and my life that yeah feels a bit uncharted for the minute and so yeah 
I don't know what I like anymore. And I've actually just started a new Substack. All about that. <laughs> All about figuring it out. Um, and it feels like such a lovely place to write. Like, I'm really excited about using it as a platform. Um, please go over and check out my... I don't know what you call it, a channel maybe? I don't know. Um, my Substack. Uh, I will leave the link in the show notes. Like, subscribe to it if you fancy as I say, it's completely new new territory for me. And I'm so, so looking forward to being able to chat to you in the comments of my posts. So yeah, well excited. Anyway, I mean, like, look, there's another goal and ambition that I am realising to write in, in a way that I can, yeah, write freely and record and, and yeah, anyway, do all that stuff. But the upshot of what I'm writing over there so far is that I don't think I know what I like anymore because I spent the most part of 10 years denying myself the things that I like. As I've already mentioned, because I felt or was unable or because my chronic illness took over or because I was putting so, so much effort into my health and my work And perhaps I neglected to nurture joy and passion and purpose elsewhere in myself and my life. Those things that you do just for fun, just for joy, just for expression, um, with no outcome attached to them, right? Which is funny and ironic since I'm talking about an outcome attached to the thing that I tried to do, the Southwest Coast Path. Anyway, everything that I did, everything that I did got tangled up in, in my chronic illness at or in my business that's about chronic illness, or in um, my partner's chronic illness, or like literally everything. And that was a story that has repeated itself. You know, like if I think about everything I did for the eight years where I was like fighting my chronic illness, you know, everything again I did, it was my diet, it was my exercise, it was my movement, it was my um, research, it was my reading, it was all involved. And so I think I'm just like desperate to experience what something feels like without any attachment to chronic illness. And I know that kind of goes against everything I say (laughs) because a chronic illness is a part of us and I still absolutely stand by that. I embrace that. But like, what would I go after if I didn't identify as a woman, if I didn't identify as a person with chronic illness, if I didn't, all of these things I do identify as by the way, but like, if I just stripped back everything, stripped back, stripped back all the layers that I've built over the years and asked myself truly, what lights me up? Like, what excites me? What brings me joy? And so that's what I'm going to, like, experiment with. I turned 36 I really have to question that when I say that these days. But I turned 36 a couple of weeks ago. And I thought, my mother-in-law always like, when it's your birthday, she always wishes you a happy new year. And it's something that I didn't used to understand, (laughs) I have to admit. Um, But I thought, no, this is a new year. Happy new year to me. And how do I want my next year in life to look? Um, And so I kind of did a bit of half-assed journaling around that and thought, what if I kind of like 
gave each month a theme? What if I gave each month a theme and I explored lots of different things in that month to try and figure out what I like, um, to try and figure out what excites me and what lights me up and um, yeah. So that's what I decided to do. And August has been, is going to continue to be all about like water or perhaps swimming. I feel that's safe ground to start on because I know I love swimming. I know I love water. Um, and, but maybe there are some aspects of that that I haven't explored yet. And the question I'm also going to ask myself is, do I want to do one thing completely? Do I want to pour all of my like resources into a one hobby or a one thing? Or am I just completely like multi-passionate in terms of, um, my joy, which I kind of think I might be, but again, I don't know. Um, And this is funny because again, if I think back to like before the adult expression of my chronic illness, like I very much did pour all of my resources into a big thing. Like I did rowing and I've, I, I rowed since I was like 14 and I did it throughout university and that was like everything. The, you know, I used to train like a ridiculous amount a week as anybody who knows a rower or has been a rower will know, like it takes over your life and so all of everything went into that and that was kind of like my big identity and then when I became self-employed that kind of became my big identity and like I suppose it might be called like long-term hyperfocus. I don't know um if I'm using that term correctly but that's kind of what it felt like I suppose um and but I don't know if that's me anymore or maybe it is I don't know (laughs) My God, how many times do I need to say I don't know? But yeah, what what it already I have been enabled to do by giving August a theme and the rest of the month a theme is that I've already booked onto something that I would have said no to. It's a full moon swim in my local lake um, at 8.30pm and it's going to be dark and that's kind of scary, but it's going to be lit by the full moon. So I'm also really excited, hoping the clouds aren't thick. Um... I really want to go skinny dipping in the sea and there's a beach that I'd love to get to and I'm kind of trying to do that. Um, But there are already kind of things I'm recognising about what helps me to do something like an ambition, you know, a dream goal, ambition, whatever. Um, And like accountability or having, doing it with somebody I think is quite important for me at the moment. Um, I'd also love to go for a surfing lesson um, with Elliot. Now, he would also love that. <laughs> he said, I'm not just pushing him into it. He's kind of mentioned it, but surfing is funny. Surfing something my dad taught my sisters and I to do when we were kids. Um, but like never, we never really got the hang of it. And, uh, dad taught us in his very special way. Um, so I'd love to go and like give that a go. Right. And, I went in to the sea the other day and just jumped in waves and screamed my head off like in joy and glee and it was brilliant and then I got out and went back in and I felt like a kid actually like that was so nice and I think I want to like take that energy into whatever I'm doing that kind of childlike energy into doing things without care or abandon like going for it and just enjoying it for what it is 
Um, and yeah, like, I think the other thing that kids have on their side when it comes to the things they do is that they don't have like pressure or shame or guilt or obligation to try anything they or or to perform or do anything in a certain way you know there is so much bloody pressure to do a thing in the right way or in a way that's you know do it well or or you know do it to the best of your ability and because of all that pressure like as I've said you know when we feel kind of physically able to do something or when we've worked through a lot of our um sense of self-worth and and nurtured that and and we're feeling like yeah do you know I can go for that we're then hit with all this pressure to do it because going back to the southwest coast path we've held on to it for so long and what if I don't do it justice and what if I don't like it and what if like it's just not suited to me anymore all these things and it's bloody paralyzing so here is to experimenting freely and without judgment and enjoying for things for things for what they are and bringing that into our lives regularly whether we are flaring or not you know finding ways that we can enjoy things because you know thinking about back to this theme of water or swimming like I genuinely think one of those ways I'm going to be exploring that is online watching videos enjoying watching videos like getting onto YouTube my new most favorite channel apart from Substack (laughs) um I am becoming absolutely obsessed with many channels on that um and you know getting involved in that and like looking at pictures and let you know living in my imagination and that's funny I'm saying that because I've been talking about living in my imagination and like how that what that's resulted in but like enjoying living in my imagination um yeah I think like part of that's going to be that and and there are ways that we can you know as I always say to my clients there are ways we can experience and and start to take steps towards our dreams without having to leave our bed like let's remember that and if that's what's available to us at the time then that's great let's let's like lean into that so yeah I'm really glad I recorded the second episode because now I can get on to the third (laughs) no but now I can uh I've kind of said the thing, right? I've said the thing that's been stopping me from speaking and that's been holding me back a bit and that feels really good. Um, Please do come over and say hi on Substack. Um, I think you can just like search my name, hopefully, and find my channel. It's called On Figuring It Out. Um, I've only got one post up there so far. I'm hoping to upload more because I've written quite a few. Um... And I will be back here on a Friday. Might be, I don't know when that's going to be. I'm going to be back here on a Friday, hopefully in a couple of weeks. Um, And yeah, my plan for the season really is to talk about all the feelings and the 
trip ups and the fall downs and the get back ups and everything, all the mundane intricacies of what it takes to go after your dreams and ambitions and goals when you've experienced chronic illness and when you do experience chronic illness because of the impact that that has on all of those things. So there we have it. I'm sending you lots of love as always. Um, and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Bringing on board the right kind of support can be the missing piece of the puzzle that so many of us don't realise we actually need. What would you do if you had the most epic support squad by your side? What would that unleash in you and what would it make possible for you in your life? If you're wondering how to start figuring that out, if you've got no idea where to start, I've got the perfect thing for you. My quiz, are you more Michelle, Gaga or Mindy? And what would their support squad unleash in you is now live. You can find the link to it in the show notes and in the bio. Don't wait another moment. Hop on over to the quiz to find out who you're channeling now.